This is Chris Crossing the Universe, Episode 2, Travel Disruption by Social Media. Hello, if this is if this sounds a little bit different from my last podcast, it's probably because I'm actually recording this on my phone right now. Um, instead of actually using my good blue snowball microphone that I have. Uh, so we'll see how this compares. But anyways, here it goes. Uh, this podcast is all about basically whatever the hell I feel like talking about. And today that just happens to be social media and social media disruption. Uh, what do I mean by social media disruption? Well... I took a trip to San Francisco back in May, and I was looking at hotel rooms before I left and stuff, and trying to decide, alright, you know, I could get a hotel room and pay, you know, a lot of money, because we were there for five, four or five days, and so, I mean, you know, it adds up after, after a while, you know, especially in San Francisco, a hundred bucks a night, I mean, you figure that'd be four or five hundred dollars at least. Um, what we, what I ended up doing instead was actually looking at a service called Airbnb. Um, it's something that I've heard about and, uh, actually my mom had used, uh, when she traveled to Europe. Um, but what we ended up doing actually is, it was my friend and I, and we had actually gotten sort of a weird deal where it was like $45 a night and, you know, she would take the spare bedroom that we had paid for and I would sleep in the living room, which we had cleared with the owner, which, I mean, you know, for 45 bucks a night, the location was amazing. I mean, we're probably about a block away from the light rail station or BART, um, as it's known in the Bay Area. And so, I mean, to be so close to BART and to be able just to hop on BART and get right downtown within about 10 minutes, it was awesome. Um, Not to mention considerably cheaper than a hotel. Added on to the fact that we had a kitchen and, and, you know, separate bedrooms and everything. It was was awesome for that. you know, so you think about kind of a traditional trip, and people focus mainly on, all right, you know, I'll go to a hotel room, and, and you know, be, it'll be good, you know, and, and things like that, but they don't realize that there's these services out there that are really disrupting the status quo of traveling. Uh, on top of that, we had actually taken a day trip out of the city, and again, I looked at, you know, renting a car through various websites, and unfortunately, since people under 25 have a, let's just say, not so great reputation with cars and, and taking care of cars properly and driving, um, 
you know, naturally any any car company, car rental company, wanted to cover their potential losses by adding on a, a fee that at least per or like a per day fee, you know, anywhere from twenty five dollars on up, and it 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 just made it unreasonable for us to rent a car for about a day. You know, and it just it would it would have been like almost eighty dollars just to rent a car for one day for a trip that you know was and for me ended up where being priceless but you know it just it was ridiculous so i remembered a service that i had heard about on uh, i believe it was a social hour uh from the twit network and uh or maybe one of the previous iterations of that show um but anyways it's a service called get around and the idea being that you can put up your car on this website for use by other people, you meet them, you hand over the keys, and they, you know, rent your car for however long, you know, you can rent it for an hour if you need to, or you can rent it for a whole day, or a week, or, or, or whatever you need to, um, so I had used that service to actually get our car, and it just so happened that the car that I had gotten accepted for because you have to bid out you know which cars so you can so you say all right well i'm i would really like these five cars and then the owners of those cars can say no sorry i don't think you're quite right for me or sure hey let's let's do business together so basically you know get around is just basically a a, a meeting place really or 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 uh you know just kind of a facilitator of this car rental and with that you know they they do provide insurance for the car owner and just in case you know accident would happen because accidents do happen um but you know really get around is just the facilitator of this transaction um so we rented this this volkswagen diesel jetta which is a fun car to drive and ended up paying about uh Oh, I would say, I mean, it was a little bit more in the end than I expected. I, I think I ended up, the car rental itself was like $55 for the whole day. And then I think I ended up paying an additional $30 or so um, due to mileage and, and, and uh, using the... Uh, Fast Pass, which is uh, in California, to get onto the bridges. They have toll bridges and not actual toll roads. Each bridge is kind of a, a toll bridge. And uh, also included with this car was 100 miles of free gas. And any mileage over the 100 miles would be billed at, like, I, I think it was like... 40 cents a mile or 15 cents, something, something, you know, kind of low, but it adds up, um, you know, when you, when you're traveling, I think it was like 140 miles round trip or something like that, and so, uh, you know, we ended up paying a little bit more, but we didn't have to pay a surcharge, and, 
you know, pick up and drop off was super easy, and, you know, I got to try a car that I never would have thought of, and, you know, that's what the service is great for, you know, if you've been looking at, let's say, a Mini Cooper, and you've always wanted to drive one, you can just hop on the service and rent one, you know, for an hour, you know, or, or if you have a hot date, you can rent a Porsche, uh, for for your hot date and 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 make your your gal think that you're hot stuff and super rich but I don't know how well that would work in the end for you but anyways um so you know it, it, the whole trip was just kind of interesting because I remember you know telling people about some of these services and trying to explain it to them um before I left, you know, because they would always ask, oh, so where are you staying? And, oh, that sounds fun. And, and, and you know, oh, so what are you going to do while you're there? And so I, you know, try to explain to them that, all right, well, you know, I'm staying in this guy's apartment and, and you know, we're renting out his spare bedroom for, for the time that we're there. And, and uh, or you know, I also am renting out this guy's car for, for a day and, and it's perfectly the legit, you know, it's through this service, these services, and, and all this stuff, and I had to say, it was definitely a, a generational gap when I explained some of this stuff, because I noticed, you know, younger people were like, oh, that's so cool, I, you know, what service is that, that'd be awesome, and, you know, the older generation would be like, oh, that's kind of, that's kind of creepy, that's kind of weird, but that's interesting, nonetheless, um, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, make my mom sound old, because she's certainly not, um, but, you know, she, she had used Airbnb before, although, you know, she f had gotten an apartment that, uh, the person would actually leave the apartment, and, you know, then they had the apartment to themselves, uh, for the duration of the stay, Whereas the apartment that I had rented for San Francisco, he was still living there, and, you know, so we ended up sharing the apartment together, even though we hardly ever saw each other. Um, so, you know, when I, when I told her that he didn't, you know, doesn't leave the apartment, that that's where he lives and sleeps as well, and it's just kind of a, kind of a sublet situation almost, and, uh, she was, she was kind of, oh, that's different, because in mine, you know, she just left us the whole apartment and uh, stuff. And I was like, well, you know, that's that's Airbnb, though. Not everyone leaves their apartment, you know, and posts it on Airbnb. Um, so, you know, it was just kind of kind of a median, medium uh, uh, reaction to that. Not quite... The younger generation reaction, but not quite the older genera generation reaction either. It was kind of in the middle there. Um, but, you know, and then, and then thinking about it, you know, it's really interesting how these services are really disrupting the, the norm of, of travel. I mean right now you think about it and traditionally it's always been you know when you go on vacation all right i'm gonna get a flight through an airline and then i'm gonna rent a car through you know hertz or someone 
And then, you know, I'm going to get a hotel at the Hampton Inn or the Holiday Inn or whatever. And, you know, that's that's your vacation. It's very traditional. And there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I've done that plenty of times myself. But now that I know more about some of these services, and I've used them before, and they've been fairly successful for me anyways. I mean, you know, I, I certainly didn't have any problems with them. I don't know if I can travel the same way again. I mean, you know, I'm going to take a trip up to the up to Minneapolis here tomorrow and I'm planning on staying kind of late and so I thought about it. It's like, well, you know, it's like a 3-hour drive from Minneapolis roughly. And by the time I, oh, it'd just be kind of late and I don't want to risk, you know, being super tired on the way home and uh, stuff. You know, it's just not, not any fun then. So I was like, well, you know, I'll just, I'll just get a hotel room or something and that way I won't be risking driving when I probably shouldn't be driving because I'll be so tired and stuff because it'll be a long day at the state fair and, and uh, all the stuff and that way I can kind of get more done that I kind of want to do up there and I don't have to try to cram it all in and and uh, uh, you know miss out on, on a valuable experience that I might have otherwise. So I looked at Hotwire which is usually my go-to site you know if I just need a quick hotel room and I don't really care what it is and I just want it cheap um, and I gotta say you know it, it was fairly reasonable and I almost pulled the trigger on, on one hotel room but part of me just thought, all right, well, let me check Airbnb first, because I'm sure that there's something up there on Airbnb that I could get potentially cheaper and 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 maybe even be a lot happier. I mean, it'll definitely be a different experience uh, if I go with Airbnb. So I checked on Airbnb, and I found this really interesting... Um, room on Airbnb. It's in it's in this kind of castle-looking house that's being renovated right now, and so it was actually fairly cheap. And it actually ended up being cheaper by about, I would say, 10 bucks or so than Hotwire. And, you know, I guess part of me was, was kind of more leaning towards by getting the Airbnb room just because, you know, it's it's a person that's putting up, you know, a, a spare bedroom, trying to make a little extra cash, and it's not, um, you know, a major corporation just raking in the money. So I guess, you know, that's, that's definitely a large draw. Plus, you know, I mean, it had a lot of great reviews, and you get free wireless internet and you don't have to pay for it or anything you don't have to deal with all that hotel stuff um plus i mean it's a lot more personal than a hotel room would be i mean you know you're essentially staying in someone's house um you know so and the the host actually has a dog um a, i think it, i think it's a doberman if i'm if i'm correct and, you know, it's just, it's, that's, something like that's just not something that you get in a hotel room. I mean, you know, Airbnb is such a different experience. I mean, you know, I can't highly recommend it enough. I mean, especially if you're going to a new city that you've never been to before. 
you know, and, and you're not quite sure where the best place is to go or, or you know, best way to get around. I mean, I've been to the Minneapolis, St. Paul area many, 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 many times. So I know my way around it. I know, you know, kind of some good spots to go and what, what I want to do and stuff. So that's not a problem. That's not why I'm getting an Airbnb room. You know, uh, getting an Airbnb room because it was a lot cheaper than a hotel room. Um, and frankly, you know, a college student tries to save money wherever they can, even though I'm not really a, technically a college student anymore, but, you know, still trying to save money and to move out to San Francisco nonetheless. So trying to do, you know, just kind of a fun little trip on the cheap is, you know, is, is what Airbnb is good for. Um, you know, which is... A lot of the reason why I went with Airbnb for San Francisco, too, because it was a heck of a lot cheaper going that way. I think we paid $180 total for the hotel room versus, like, four or 500 for a hotel room. And, frankly, it was a lot nicer, and I think I had a lot better of an experience than I would have in a hotel room. It was a lot more personal, and it was just... It was a much better experience. I mean... You know, the host gave recommendations for restaurants and kind of pointed out some things, you know, in walking vicinity. Um, you know, and I actually had, you know, a really great experience at this little, tiny little Mexican restaurant that was just down the block. And, you know, the host said that he's never been there, so you couldn't vouch for the quality, but he had other people stay there. And, and you know, they went to their restaurant and they said it was great, so... My friend and I were like, oh, what the heck, let's try it. We're hungry and we're starving, so let's just go there. So, tried it, had amazing Mexican food at this little at this little corner store that we would have never known about had we stayed at a hotel. You know, and, and kind of the same idea with, with Get Around, the, the car rental service, you know, it was... It was allowed me to see a part of San Francisco I probably would have never seen otherwise. And so it was very interesting to me in that regard, you know, where you get to meet a, a San Francisco local and, and you get to kind of pick their brain if you want and, and, and stuff. And their big thing is that, you know, they, they tell you, you know, you should arrive a couple minutes early because people like to talk about their cars. And it's so true, too. I mean, you know, they're just excited to, you know, show you about their car. And, and some of them have, you know, kind of fun names and 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 all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's just, it's interesting to me how these services are, are revolutionizing the way that I think about travel. And I know if it's revolutionizing the way... Re revolutionizing the way I think about travel, it has to be revolutionizing the way that other people think about traveling, and how they are traveling. Um, is it mainstream yet? No, probably not. Is it getting there? It's getting there, definitely. Um, I mean, you know, unfortunately, Get Around's only in a couple cities right now, so it's not, you know, nationwide by any means, but when it gets there, it'll be... It'll be interesting to see how disruptive it can be. I mean, I think Airbnb is slowly getting to that point 
Um, and I think within the next couple of years, it'll if it, if if it's able to keep growing, that it will get to a disruptive point. Um, it'll be really interesting to me though if someone can create the same experience for an airline or or you know or bus travel or train travel you know some mode of transportation if they can kind of create the same disruption i think there's a million dollar idea right there i mean if 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 someone can create an airline i mean obviously you know there's federal regulations and all that stuff that they'd have to deal with but if someone can create an airline that is as disruptive as, say, a get-around or an Airbnb or, you know, a, a, a couch surfing, uh, I think it's couchsurfer.com or, or the that couch surfing site, you know, where you can... I forget what it's called. Oh, that's going to bother me. Um, anyways, you know, where, where you can literally... Oh, what is it? pad crasher or something anyways so basically the idea is that you sleep on people's couches and you know people put up their couches on this website kind of like a airbnb idea but anyway so if someone can create something similar like that for mass transportation i mean i think they are going to not only succeed but also revolutionize the way we travel i mean it doesn't have to be an Apple where it's the best and it's the, the, the shiniest and the you know most well-designed. It just has to be the most functional and, and cheaper than a regular airline and able to provide a lot of the benefits that traditional airlines would charge for. I mean, I think the, a couple airlines that get the closest right now are off the top of my head... Um, Virgin Airlines, I've never flown them personally. Um, I've wanted to. I've heard a lot of great things about them. Um, Southwest is pretty close. Um, you know, they, they definitely are revolutionizing the way that people travel for the most part. I mean, if anything, it's a, it's a good antithesis to antithesis to uh, to a legacy carrier such as United or, or uh, Delta or American, you know, who who charge for bags and nickel and dime to death. Whereas Southwest, I think really I only paid them a couple fees, and there were low fees at that. Um, one was to get priority boarding, which was ten bucks each way. And the other was five bucks to get internet on the flight. On the, I think it was on the way back, maybe, or on the way that, I don't remember. But, so, basically, I paid them $25 total in fees to get priority boarding and internet on the flight. And I didn't check a bag, but even if I had, I could have checked up to two for free. You know, and $25, that's, that's the cost of most bag fees on airlines nowadays and I got priority boarding and I got internet on, on one way so I think off the top of my head those are the two best examples I mean I think JetBlue is doing some interesting things um, as well 
I mean, I don't. I haven't heard too much about them, really. Not as much as Southwest or or, or a Delta, um, but you know, it, it's it, someone just needs to really disrupt mass transit in general. I mean, you know, rail. We we're kind of really limited with a monopoly with Amtrak with rail travel. Um, you know, and, and bus travel is pretty limited. You know, the main player is Greyhound. I mean, there's little, little carriers. You know, like a Jefferson Lines or you know, or kind of Coach USA or little, little things like that. Um, you know, and I think the closest one, the closest disruptor, would probably be Megabus. Though I've heard horrible stories about Megabus and. In order to be an effective disruptor, I mean, yeah, you can you can advertise these super low fares, but if you don't make up for it with good service, I mean, obviously you're not gonna you're not gonna succeed very very well. Um, so yeah, I mean, really, it's just it's interesting to me to see how these startups and these companies are really trying to disrupt our travel as a whole through social media websites. I mean, you know, there's lots of examples out there. I mean, you know, that I could, that I could have covered, you know, there's, there's Hitmonk, which, which is a great alternative to an Expedia or, or a kayak. Um, you know, there's, there's obviously Airbnb, there's, get around, there's all kinds of stuff out there, and there's, you know, it's just, it's just a matter of who can perform the best, and who can provide the best service, and, and, and I think really, really what'll, what'll keep the customers coming back is if, you know, if they provide a great service, or, or in the case of Airbnb or Get Around, you know, kind of, almost kind of hands off where they kind of, you know, make it comforting for the host or, or, or the car owner to list their space. And then, you know, easy and comforting for the renter to, you know, to, to grab that car, grab that space and and make it seamless you know i think that's really where services like that have to shine um so yeah it's just it's it's gonna be an interesting landscape and it's only gonna get more interesting from here i think uh as more services kind of pop up on the web and hopefully my big hope is that someone will manage to crack the code with with mass uh mass transit in some way or another um, like I said, obviously there's a lot of, you know, federal re regulations that they'd have to worry about, but I think if you got someone that's worked in the airline industry and, and knows all that, I think you can, uh, really make a huge impact, and as we all know, competition's always a good thing, so... That's just what was on my mind tonight, as uh, I'm laying here in bed and I couldn't quite get to sleep, so, because this was just rolling around in my head, so I figured I'd uh, put it on as a podcast, because I haven't done that in a while, so, anyways, uh, 
thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully talk to you again soon.